Four, count them, four days away from Super Bowl 56 in Los Angeles. Welcome to the Daily Wager podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. Her name is Aaron Dolan. My name is Joe Fortenball. ED, we've got a lot to get to in the association tonight. I know your card is stacked, so we'll begin in Cleveland where the Cavaliers are laying five and a half, total of two sixteen and a half against the Spurs. What caught your eye here? Yes, I'm going to go with the Spurs first quarter plus two and a half. They're four and one ATS in the first quarter in the last five games. They've covered three straight. Meanwhile, for the Cavs, they're one and four ATS in that opening quarter. Now, Deontay Murray, he was added as an injury replacement on Monday. His points prop, though, are listed right now. He had 30 points, 14 boards, eight assists when these teams last met. Now, Karis LeVert could potentially play in this game. Darius Garland is currently questionable as well, but I do like the dog in the opening quarter here. All right, first game for me, Utah laying two, total of 224 and a half against the Warriors. I'm all over Golden State in this one. Give me the two, I'd play them on the money line as well. It's just their second game in the last six days, so I think you're going to get a great effort here in this situation. They've won nine straight. They just watched Phoenix come back to beat the Sixers last night. They're trying to chase down the Suns for the number one seed. Utah has Donovan Mitchell back, but no Joe Ingles, no Rudy Gobert. And this team, I still think they're being viewed as one of the elite teams in the Western Conference like they've been over the last few years, but they've been anything but. They're 7-18-2 against the spread over their last 27 games overall. Last 27 games, they've only covered seven spreads, and over their last 16 home games, where they should have a decided advantage over the opposition, they're 3-12-1 against the numbers. So I'll be all over Golden State tonight, money line and plus two. Game number three, back to you. Toronto laying 10, total of two and a half, 205, excuse me. Now, how many places in the NBA can Toronto lay 10 points on the road? Well, one of them would be this one. It's Oklahoma City. Tell me you like the Thunder tonight. I did like the Thunder last game against the Warriors. That was one of my favorite bets, 12 and a half, and that did cover, but I'm not going with them <laughs> in this spot. I'm actually, I found a random stat this morning. No surprise here. Uh, Toronto's 9-1 ATS in the third quarter in the last 10 games. On top of that, 4-1 ATS in the third quarter in their last five games. Played on the road. They're clicking on offense and defense. So I'm going to take Toronto minus 2.5 in that third quarter. I mean, um, as the Raptors also, they're streaking. They've won six straight games. The Thunder just haven't been great in terms of winning, but they are good against the spread. Also, keep in mind, if you want to look at Pascal, Pascal Siakam's player prop in nine career games against the Thunder, He's shooting 63%, which is 7% better than against any other opponent. So just keep those two in mind. But I do like Toronto to win the third quarter and cover the spread. I like it. I like those types of bets because you are taking some risk that the game could go lopsided (laughs) one way. And then all of a sudden it's an awful price. But that's where live betting comes into play because you can buy yourself out of the position as well. There's a lot you can do, but that's an exciting one. The Warriors. This is my first third quarter one. Let me just tell you this is the first first one. First ever third quarter. You know, I'm always talking about the first and the second quarters, but man, this is the third. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. The the maiden voyage. So here's what happens. Either (laughs) you're back on daily wager tomorrow doing nothing but third quarter props, or we never hear from these again. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like it. You're back in Toronto. At least they've been fantastic as of late. Let's go out to the West coast. The Lakers are laying nine total of two twenty three and a half in Portland to take on the Blazers. I'm going to go player prop here. Russell Wilson points, assists, rebounds. It's 28 and a half. And it's actually Russell Westbrook, not Russell Wilson, idiot. But it's still early here in Las Vegas. I'm going to go okay. over I do that 28. All the time. 
I, there are a few I can't get away from. Westbrook and Wilson is one. The two yeah. Russes, obviously, that's an easy misfire. If I come up with some others, I'll let you know. But I know there are a few out there that just crush me. Uh, his points, assists, and rebounds is 28 and a half. I'm going to play the over. I think it's a cheap price. He hasn't hit this mark in any of the last three games, which is one of the reasons why I think the number is where it is. I want you to look at last night. The, the Lakers get absolutely rolled by the Milwaukee Bucks. So this is the second half of a back-to-back, much like Portland is playing. But last night, Russ only played 26 minutes, right? Only 26 minutes. Now, mm-hmm. you're going to play another game tonight. You got to travel to Portland. Portland's completely depleted after the trade they made with New Orleans. And they're already mm-hmm. 28th in defensive rating, so they're not going to get a lot of stops. You have a high total in this game, north of 220. So we're expecting high scoring. We've got a bad opponent. And we got a situation where it's the second half of a back-to-back. Russ only playing 26 minutes last night. I think that's the green light for the Lakers to say, look, we're going to lean on you a little bit more than normal so we can rest some of our stars. And I think he can put up some mm-hmm. big numbers against the opponent. So 28 and a half points, assists, rebounds over for Russell Westbrook. Let's keep it cooking. Minnesota and Sacramento. They played each other last night. They're playing each other mm-hmm. tonight. Minnesota laying nine, total at 235. How are you attacking? So I'm looking at Minnesota team total over 222 and a half. Now this is pretty high number for them. I usually don't see it this high, but they did put up 134 points on this team last night. Of course that trade, I know that we're coming up on the deadline here, but uh, the Kings dealt one of their top players, Tyrese Halliburton for DeMontis Sabonis. So that's kind of hurt them. It definitely hurt them last night in terms of perimeter defense. And on top of that, I mean, this Timberwolves team, they've hit over 222 and a half in six of the last 10 games. They do put up a ton of points. You usually see high totals when these teams are playing. And I just think that Anthony Edwards, he could potentially have a better shooting performance. He only had five points in 26 minutes of action. Their bench was stepping up left and right. And on top of that, the last time these last time the Timberwolves played on a back-to-back, they played the Suns. They were able to put up 124 points in that game. So I am going to take over for the team total for the Timberwolves tonight. You mentioned the trade deadline. I'm just going to throw this out there. For anyone who thinks the Sixers would be a lot better off with James Harden, I would grab oh. the 13 to one right now. I'm, I'm just, just hinting, just hinting at the fact that if you think now, some people could look at it and say, Harden's going to be an awful fit. Some people could say the Sixers stink, no matter what, whatever you want to say is fine. But if you are one of those people that believes Harden coming to Philadelphia would make the Sixers better, that you like that move. I would play the 13 to one to win the title now. Cause I can guarantee you that number will not be there mm-hmm. once. And if that trade goes down, are you, you're a Philadelphia person like myself. Do you like the yeah, idea? I can't, of Harden? Stand, I, I can't stand Ben Simmons. I, I'd rather him not get traded to the Nets. I, it, that's the only reason why I think that it would actually ah. help us if James Harden came, but I would over my dead body. Do I want Ben Simmons to get what he wants to go to the Brooklyn Nets who are favored to win the title? Absolutely not classic gut punch for Philadelphia fans like us, where you would end up getting hardened. Simmons goes to Brooklyn. He's such a baby and he gets what he wants. He gets what he wants in this. That's why I'm so mad about it. If it does happen. I know. I know. Just brace yourself for it. It's the NBA. That's how it works. I'm I'm trying to do you the psychological favor of, of getting the expectations (laughs) in line now. So you're not shocked when it goes down. Uh, Let's throw another prop out there tonight. Chicago laying one and a half, two thirty six and a half. Is your total against Charlotte? This number's been on the move all day. Total open 231 and a half and skyrocketed to 236 and a half. Like the over a little bit. A prop I would play in this game. Brace yourself. It's a rebound prop. I never hit these. So when I give you a rebound prop, you are advised to go the other way immediately. I think I'm like literally 0 for 12 across the podcast, daily wager, (laughs) 
bet everywhere else I give these props out. I said the same thing when we did bet last Friday and I missed it again by half a damn rebound. Yes, uh, I know. I got some tweets about that. They were like, yeah, you're so it, close. <laughs> it doesn't end. It all, And that's the thing. I always miss by half. So here we go. Yeah. Tonight, I can tell you LaMelo Ball is going to have exactly six rebounds because I'm betting over six and a half rebounds. Now, he hasn't hit this mark in five straight. I think we're getting a good price here. He is averaging 7.1 rebounds per game on the season. So to get over six and a half, we're basically asking him to hit his average. He played Chicago once this year. He pulled down seven rebounds. That was on November 29th. This comes down to two things. The Bulls are an okay rebounding team. They're 18th in the NBA in rebounding percentage. But look at the total of 236 and a half. When you have a total that high, you're going to have a ton of possessions, a ton of shots, and a ton of misses. And with LaMelo's average at 7.1 and his prop sitting 6.5 in a game that should have a crazy tempo, I'm going to play mm -hmm. the over there at six and a half. So expect LaMelo Ball to have exactly six rebounds tonight. If you can bet that, Go ahead and bet it. Thank your boy later. Final bet. I'm going to slide this in at the buzzer here. College hoops. I'm taking Oklahoma plus three against Texas Tech. I think Doug and I are going to be on opposite sides of this when we talk on Daily Wager today. Texas Tech's off that huge win against West Virginia. Oklahoma has dropped seven of eight. No one's going to want a piece of the Sooners. So why are they only a three-point dog here? I think that line tells you everything you need to know. Uh, Oklahoma can play very solid defense. Both teams play at a very slow tempo, and the total in this game is really low. It's 127. So you're telling me that it's priced to be a low-scoring game. I get the home team with a great defense and three points with all the crowd noise. That's something I'm going to be interested in. Texas Tech has been vulnerable on the road this year. They lost at Kansas. No ding for that. Kansas is pretty solid. But they also lost at Kansas State, Iowa State, and Providence. They did beat West Virginia on the road this past Saturday. West Virginia shot 24% from the field in that game. We're shooting performance in 23 games this season. Sooners plus three on the college hardwood. That's it. She's Aaron Dolan. I'm Joe Fortenball. Two miserable Philadelphia 76ers fans <laughs> trying to find their way in the world. Thank you for listening. Daily Wager tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. We'll catch you back here for the podcast tomorrow morning.